0: hello 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 how you doing everybody it has been a long time but uh this is episode 18 of the Nowhere's words barred podcast so uh but like i said um been a while uh sorry apologize for everybody about that uh as always i am mo joined by my man chris mack over atl bro it it has been far it feels like it's been an eternity i'm just so glad to be back to doing uh, recording again, <laughs> uh,
1: you tell me, brother. Man, it's it really did feel like a while, it felt like uh, like an eternity, man. You know, you was getting your movement in, uh, yeah. You know, I've just been working, but I've, I've been holding it down too, man. You know, I was, um, uh, if not, uh, anyone heard like the uh, a couple weeks ago, I was a guest on um, uh, RNC's A Show, um, War Report. And uh, you know, I can't. I was a guest on the show. Also had um, Carmelo um, Hayes is uh, one of the guests too for our interview. Uh, it was a cool show. It was fun being back with the guys. You know, be able to talk uh, NXT and AEW and and shooting the shit and you know, you know, helping out helping out when I can. You know, being the utility guy. So it was it was a good moment. Very t- very fun time. So, but I'm glad to be back with the boy, man. I'm glad to be back with you, Mo. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's a lot to, we have to discuss, man. So much has happened.
0: It's a um, lot. It's a lot, man, that's going on. And obviously, we won't be able to touch on everything that has happened since we last recorded. I feel like it was like about two or three weeks ago. But, you know, we'll just we'll just keep it simple and, and focus on the, the, the recent or what's going on now. Um, so, I mean, let, let's not waste any time, man. Let's just jump a, into it. A, um, hey, man.
1: Hey, hey. Before we get going, man. Yeah. You, you watch Spider-Man, right? Sure, of course, man. Of
0: course, Uh,
1: yeah, uh yeah, man. So, what what, what you think? What you thought about it?
0: Great, I loved it. I loved it. Now, granted, like, like it's kind of in the clouds as far as like what the future beholds for for the Spider-Man character. I have my own theory of where this is leading to because of other stuff that has gone on, and to me, just from a logical standpoint and from all the little breadcrumbs like okay i see where they're going with this um but overall the movie i loved it um it it was great i felt that um number one the movie didn't feel it didn't feel like it was too long like i felt like it was it felt like it was the right length um given the 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 level of importance um of the movie and everything that was going on with it um you know and, and i guess anybody that's listening to this um this is a spoiler alert so I'm just letting you right now. This is a spoiler. Uh, I don't want to hear shit from anybody talking about. Oh man, why you had to talk about the movie? Too fucking bad. You should have damn saw it already. But um, but yeah, like I marked the hell out seeing Daredevil in there. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I loved it. <laughs> like that was that was great, and it makes all sense since we have seen Kingpin now in, in, in the Hawkeye series, and mm-hmm. like, it, it's um, it, it's. It's exciting, man. I'm glad that I mean I'm glad that that Kingpin and Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin is in here, and you know, I, and I'm glad that Daredevil they they've they've kept the same guy yeah, in did. there. So um, this brought is, back
1: Charlie Cox. So yeah, cool, man. So, so this is
0: great. This is this is awesome, man. I, I, like
1: where I'm looking at it, like uh, like as you say, yeah, it, it's up in the air because you know it could be a way of just writing out. Uh, Spider-Man, to MCU for the time being, you know, but, but Spider-Man is here, but Peter doesn't exist, right? you know, in that universe in particular at this point. So who knows? Uh, and, but what it does do, it does like give us a clean slate for both, um, Disney MCU and Sony, uh, with this film was especially pertains to Spider-Man and Peter Parker in general and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. You know, being back for more films or you know, their own films or standalones in well, different universes.
0: It could be very possible. Maybe so, but the way I look at this is, all this is going to wind up leading to uh, the reveal of the next Spider-Man, the actual Spider-Man character in the MCU. Well, I shouldn't say next. Uh, it's going to be a continuation of Miles Morales. I feel like. Um, oh yeah, because they already they already did this the, into the Spider Verse. They, they, we, we know the second one is coming out i think next year um and just throughout the movie just the, and if you think about the recent uh spider-man tom holland spider-man trilogy here like there's always been tea leaves a little hints and, you know if you remember in the first one um childish scambino his his character Um, mentioned about, yeah, you know, I got a nephew that lives in Queens or whatever. And and I think one of the cut scenes or something like that, scenes that was edited out or maybe towards the end or whatever. And he said, like, yeah, Miles, you know, you know, I'll be a little bit late. Um, And then just a couple of uh, hints that Jamie Foxx had uh, had mentioned um, in this one.
1: Yeah, you like I said, like there's there's a black Spider-Man out there somewhere.
0: Right, right. So <laughs> it's like and, and then if and then if anybody that's seen into the you know Spider-Verse, the, the first one, who is the who is the main you know antagonist in there? Kingpin.
1: Yeah. So, Kingpin.
0: You know, so that's why I was saying like it's I could see where this this kind of you know takes out Peter Parker as Spider-Man and just brings in miles morales to take over that spider-man helm and what that also does is that it leaves room for in the future that if they want to do something similar to what they did you know into the spider verse if they really want to bring back like what they did with this with with toby and, and andrew um they could bring tom holland back as you know as peter parker again and who knows you know whoever's playing miles morales and then you know, then him, then then you know Peter Parker both for them team up and if they go to go after a common villain, there is different avenues. There's things that they can go. I'm just I'm just coming up with stuff off the top of my head where there is a possibility it could lead to. For all I know, I could be completely wrong. And like you had brought up, it's just something that leaves a clean slate for all parties, um, for them to decide however they want to take this moving forward. So, um, but it's it. it Overall, though, I love that. I like how they introduced or how they brought back um, Andrew and and Toby in there. um, You know, uh, Ned, Ned, the fact that Ned has the ability to do sorcerer shit, like, that's awesome. That looks, that's something worth looking into also. But but I think overall, man, the, the star of the whole movie, hands down, was William Dafoe, man.
1: Like oh yeah, guy. man. He brought he's, it back. He
0: was, him, he, and, him so... and Melina
1: were really good. Uh, and Jamie Foxx, too. Uh, right. He was able to be himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it is version. It, it, I like how, you know, with um you know, you know, they split the multiverse. Because I'm watching this movie. It reminded me a whole lot of um play Mortal Kombat 11. You know, because it has <laughs> the exact same plot of how the timelines are converged, and uh-huh. you know, how there's like different versions of other, you know. Of the same character, you know, and what they had for Electro, you know, because he was brought back in a different universe with different power, which kind of changed his appearance as to <laughs> from the um, the original Amazing Spider-Man movies, right? And you know, and that, it 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 also gave him a different character as well, you know, different personality, you know, a better one, yeah, better personality due to you know to have this newfound power, um, and. And, you know, it was it was just funny, you know, just funny, just seeing him, you know, act the way that he did. Um, it almost was reminiscent of a uh, bikini whoopie and some shocker character <laughs> in um, the first Spider-Man movie, Homecoming.
0: Right, 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 right. And I think what the great part about you know uh, Jamie Foxx is, you know, this this version of 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 his character is the fact that. It didn't, you know. You hear Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox is normally like the the, the marquee guy in, in the movie, and you know he was. It's kind of funny. It's kind of he was regulated to you know just whatever you know just those little parts here and there. But it didn't. But you was okay with that though. It's not like it was one of those things where somebody is watching like, well, why like why, why Jamie Fox only got this this little amount of screen time? Like, no, like he doesn't need. A lot of screen time. His character is not a main focal character, sort of, sort to speak, that is demanding that he needs to be on the screen a lot. Like his part is like he's brought in from another universe. Like that's like it, the main people, the villains, wise was going to always be Green Goblin and Green Doc. Goblin. Doc. And, you know, those two was going to be the main focal point. But Green Goblin, I, I mean, like I said, he takes he he took he took the cake in this um it still goes to show that he is still the best villain that marvel i feel that that's that they had um you know if you think about from all of the universes he still kicks ass and he just plays that green goblin character so norman osborn like he yeah, plays that sure,
1: so he plays, perfect. plays it so well he right. plays osborn and goblin so greatly, man right yeah uh, and you know and okay also you know Alfred Molina as well as Doctor Octopus you know he was excellent there yeah. they all they all played their roles well you know they did. Uh, it was cool it was just cool it, it was a nice little nostalgic factor to it that I, that I did enjoy um but uh overall you know it made for a pretty fun film it as did. far as like best Spider-Mans of all time man i i don't know about that just yet you know cuz you know it's it's a whole lot of recency bias that come with that I just enjoyed that, you know, they were able to just get something out the way. You know, they were able to do this one film that is like a ode to all the Spider-Man films that came before it.
0: Yes. Definitely. You know. Definitely. And um, you know, it's this there was just certain parts, you know, that, that happened during the movie that, you know, it's like, ah, okay. Like it, like no matter how different they are in their own specific universes. Somehow, some way, that everything all ties back. Like it, it's like one of the parts for me was um, Aunt May, you know how she died. and through the hand, like who is that? Who is the person that killed her? Green Goblin. It's like, yeah. it's like, God damn it, man! Like you did it again. <laughs> like Green Goblin did it again. He killed Aunt May again. Like, like, like in the first one. Just come in here and just blow shit up. And and yeah, and then she had the, the extra energy to still give the Uncle Ben uh, talk about, you know, great power comes great responsibility and stuff like that, man. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know what? It, 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 not, to, not to sidetrack from it, but. You know, one person that I wish he was still alive—that I would have loved to see him have a cameo in this again. I wish, Ready I miss Macho Man, man. Yeah, like, I wish, saw I, wish I wish he was still alive, man, because that would have been kind of funny, but and kind of awesome. But you know, if even old man, even old man,
1: stand as well, man. Yeah. three different versions of himself right. <laughs> in, in, in the movie that would have been pretty hilarious.
0: <laughs> oh man, I would have loved it. I would have loved that to happen. But um, it's just like I said, it, the nostalgic factor, different callbacks to certain things that happen, and um, you know, it's 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 going to be fun. I mean, and then what what did you think about the um? Uh, well, and then well before wait, that, wait,
1: they did they did even do the they did even do the popular Spider-Man meme, did they? They did. They did. They did. Yeah, I missed. I, I missed the point. Uh what, what, like, when when were did all, that happen?
0: When they're all with was in the um, whatever they was trying to do their individual antidotes for for each for each villain. And um Ned had yelled out, "Peter." He's like, hey, "Oh Peter, yeah, look at yeah, this. yeah, 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 yeah." And they all, they all was pointed like, at each they other. All, "Right." They all answered and they all pointed at you like, "Which which which Peter you're talking about?" So yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, that, that would be that would put that would have been easy to miss for sure.
0: You know? Right, right, right. Like I know like we kind of expect to see them all like in the costume, uh yeah. it, you know, doing that, but still, like it was yeah. It, I didn't I will admit I didn't catch it at first, but when I was watching something breaking down all the different stuff that happened in there, and then the person pointed it out, and, and that's when I was like, oh shit you know damn i totally forgot about that like i didn't i didn't recognize it at, at first but uh but yeah yeah no they 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 did the meme shit um and i i think and said before i was going to ask about your opinion on the dr strange trailer um like it's going to be interesting what they do with venom but i think venom is kind of more uh I, I, I want to say much easier, I guess, to try to figure out, like, well, I can't really say easier. Uh, you know, I, I think, I feel like the, the little piece of Venom that was left behind is going to eventually make his way to Flash. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I th- at least if I, if I was if I was to follow by how the comics and everything went, like, I feel like that would be the most common sense next move that happens with that little bit of Venom that was left behind. Uh, I mean, yeah, it could. It could also go to
1: uh, spider Spider Man's costume. It could. Maybe we could get we could get the the MCU symbiote costume. <laughs> uh, or you know, like I said, it could hit Flash. But homeboy that played Flash, man, he got you know he got hit them weights hard. Then if
0: that's the case, yeah, <laughs> he does. Ain't like he ain't got time. He got the time, because I'm pretty sure that it's not going to happen anytime soon. That anyway, so um, uh, so he got time. Who knows? It may be a different flash that gets picked. I, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but anyway, like I said, um, like uh, the Doctor Strange trailer, what you think about that, man?
1: Uh, well, wow, I, I, I didn't I did know, um, you know, what's it was a wow, uh, uh, Mordo. He yeah, Dredds, yeah, what man. the hell, yeah, he gave him locks. They said, <laughs> man, I mean, but uh. <laughs> I mean, so what I saw, you know, in that trailer, it looks looks, looks interesting. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm into what what's what, you know, I'm into it. I'm just like I'm upset how, uh, you know, you know, Celine Rami, um, uh, who who was there directing the film, you know, his original vision has changed from yeah. what it was initially. was going to be more horror themed then now. It looks like your typical MCU affair, but uh, but you know. Uh I'm I'm gonna check it out for sure, you know, see what they do with, uh we have Scarlet Witch and they're you know also continuing um following up from um you know the the WandaVision series and mm-hmm. bring it in um bring it also following up from um What if too? Yeah. Uh breaking it um the sorcerer supreme strange. That's it. <laughs> and
0: they're a- introducing a new character in there too.
1: Yeah, I believe Echo. Yeah, I believe no, that's it, a, no, no not Echo no. is gonna be on long, I believe Echo is gonna be in the movie though. I'm not uh,
0: well I don't know if Echo's gonna be in it, but I saw America I Chavez think- in there. Uh, America Chavez is is in Like she they they kind of like showed like her she has like the jacket, you know, mm-hmm. the, the jean jacket with the star in the back yeah. and then They showed her, like, a little bit, like, one of the pieces, like, one of the, like, towards the end of the trailer, like, where her, Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch is, like, they open the door and they're looking at, like, Uh all some crazy cosmic shit in there. Um, Yeah. But but maybe Echo is, hey, I don't know. Maybe she is in there. I I don't know. I haven't, I know she's getting her own show. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but I just don't know if somehow, some way, it ties into Doctor Strange. I don't know. We it could be, it could be in the end. But I'm mm-hmm. intrigued by it though. Um, I think for Doctor Strange, it's going to be their experiment movie, and I hate to say that. As far as like whether, what do, you, what,
1: what do you mean by that? Because I felt like there was two experiment movies that came out beforehand.
0: Well, I'm talking about with them having a kind of like a more darker theme within the Disney family uh, Marvel movies. Like I, I don't know. Like it's it's just it's its intent was supposed to be a scary, dark type of movie for Doctor Strange. Now yeah. I know originally that, but then I know they changed directors, so I, I don't know if that's going to still be the case uh, or, or whatnot. But the reason why I say experiment because at some point, I mean not. And I know they have their own formula for Marvel, and they like to keep a little... They could go a little bit on a PG-13, I guess, a little bit, you know, scale, but they won't... It's like what everybody's trying to figure out with Deadpool, right? Like, you cannot have a Deadpool movie and make it family friend. Like, that's yeah. just not Deadpool's character. And the movie, same, it just would
1: Same goes for Daredevil and anything with Kingpin, for real. True. true. You know...
0: And it's going to be interesting how they, like, cause it's all of this is just going to be a soft reboot for for Kingpin and and, um, and Daredevil for the most part. Now now that they're into the MCU universe, and we know how you know how funny they are with that. Like, they don't they're not going to bring in everything that was from the Netflix series,
1: yeah. No. So that's what
0: I'm saying. Like, they're gonna they're gonna reshuffle some things so that it blends in continuity wise with everything that's going in with the mcu already so uh it's that's the interesting part but that's all i was talking about as far as it being like as experimental is like how dr strange mm-hmm. how it turns out to be like we i mean it's we don't know exactly how the direction everything's going to go from from the preview from that trailer alone um and we don't even know as we all know if what we saw in the trailer is actually going to be in the final cut we don't know. We know they love Disney and them. They love to do smoke screens and shit like that. So, they, like I said, a lot to be desired. We don't know yet. But if they're gonna go the dark route, I guess that's the that's gonna be the test to see how people react to it, and if people like it, and people are, are coming in and, and and spending God knows how much money on the shit, Disney they they're not stupid. They're gonna be like, oh well, well fuck it. Let's let's do this, you know. Um, uh, it's not like how with DC Comics, like with their movies, you know, it's like they they try to go with the darker theme, but I don't know, something just wasn't hitting with that. Like with, and and I know you're you're more, I know, like I know you talk so much a lot about more DC than oh yeah Marvel. I I I know where your stance is with that. So, uh, but it's. I'm intrigued with their their Batman movie. I mean, this is the, something is, about it, the is, I don't know. I
1: mean, at least with DC movies, you know, they they ha- they go strange. Like they will do. do the weird and strange stuff for the hell of it, and you know that they bring more variety in, in the process of that all. You know, with uh, with their films. Same with um with Sony. You know, Sony yeah. experiments a little more too, especially with their Phantom films, like yes. you know which are yes. selling. You know, I, I've still yet to watch um the, um the Carnage film. Oh, it's well, good, but man. But yeah, but I'm like, they, they you know, it's its good to have strange, you know, superhero movies. Definitely. Or weird or silly superhero movies. Right. Just to, you know, you know, just to break up from the monotony of uh, the Disney formula. I understand that. Get in with the recent, you know, MCU films, you know, just to just to get something a little different, even no matter how good or bad it is. Just just, so you know, that there's something different there. And, yeah. you know, we're actually seeing the artistic vision of, you know, these directors they are putting out these movies or, you know, seeing what the what their world looks like. You know, that's why with Matt Reeves Batman coming out soon, like I'm really interested in seeing how, you know, what direction that's going to go. Because yeah. these Batman films feel like you're reading comic series from these, you know, from Batman, you know what I mean? Just a different version of it or a different story that's being told in the way of, uh, you know, the Dark Knight. Uh, that's, I, how you, that's how you gotta that's how you gotta look at some some of these you know comic book films now
0: yeah you know yeah.
1: different variations of it's like you're you're're really a different different series of this si- superhero you know what i mean
0: i that's the man I, I am all for variety um there is because you really gotta look at it from a lot of these comics man like they are dark they're very they're just. They're, they're graphic um uh, yeah. they're uh, you know it, it's i can't even say oh well they're not kid friendly because if you think about it, man, like, you know, so many times people like, you know, the first time you picked up a comic book is when you was a kid, you know, so uh-huh. you can't even say like, oh, well, these these comic. if you want to go to dark route, it's not kid friendly. Like, no, like, hello, majority of us, when we first picked up a comic book, like, yeah, like they were dark and it was like crazy shit going yeah. on, man. Like <laughs> one, one,
1: one of my first comic, one of my first comics that I didn't really read, but watch was Spawn. Mm-hmm. you know so yep. I, I mean yeah it, it, you know at that time it, it did get any darker than that for me uh and they you know start getting into blade like blade was like the one of the first big superhero movies of the next generation for us yeah and that shit was filing as hell
0: yeah <laughs> even though the one with a uh,
1: triple h in it he, like that one could yeah uh, uh, yeah, we don't we don't we don't bring that Trinity yeah. up, man. It's only the first two films, man. First two films were classic. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but Trinity, no, nah, we we don't we will never bring that film up, man. Shout
0: out to Triple Show. Oh man. Oh man. But yeah, man, like I said, just to put a bow tie on, on, on the uh Marvel stuff, man. But like I said overall, I I I love the movie. Um uh I I gotta take my mother to see it. Sometime this weekend, uh, I try to tell him, like, listen, you got to finish, like, watch Hawkeye on Wednesday, watch the last episode, uh, catch up to whatever you need to catch up to, because I will not be explaining stuff um, (laughs) in the movie theater. So I I want you to catch up. Although, and and I don't mind watching it again, because I'm pretty sure, like, in the middle of everything, like, there's just certain things that I just didn't pick up initially um, the first time and now that i know certain things that that was happening maybe in the in the background or whatever um you know i'm a little bit more focused on on, on that stuff than just the storyline by itself but you know um it was it's also with that type of movie it was good to see it with a and i say this very lightly it was good to see it with a bunch of people but given everything that's happening right now increased numbers covid and stuff yeah, um, man. Maybe not the best idea. Uh, <laughs> to um, I it,
1: mean, this was this was the that you know no one could really ignore. You know,
0: definitely, definitely. Like, you know, I, I so to, I'm like,
1: right. I, I I had to, I had to go. I had to go even under my own for, for for under you know against my own fruition that I was like, all right, this is it. This is gonna be the one movie I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I'm not going to watch any other movie in the theaters for the time being until maybe Batman. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so you know, it. I did that, and you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing it again too. I don't know about in theaters because you know, every five seconds, the goddamn crowd was starting to clap up for something, and that was getting on my nerves.
0: Oh <laughs> nah. Nah, that was like the the, the screening that I show. Like, so saw, so saw they didn't do that. You know, um, they wasn't like clapping every five minutes or anything like that. Like, for the, like the big parts. Like yeah, they clapped, but other than that, like nah, everybody was actually pretty. They were on their best behavior. I guess the best way to put it. Um, um, but yeah, um, eager to see what happens um, from now on and, and see what happens in the, the Hawkeye uh, la- the finale episode. And hey, you never know. No, no, don't know what's going to well, happen next. I
1: have to go and catch up now. Um, since now it's going to be at the finale, I got to uh, start the show. Yeah, from the from the beginning, it's only like what six episodes, five yeah. episodes? Six I episodes. I think I have. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, so I'm able to be be caught up by, by the finale then.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. They're only like about forty minutes anyway, each episode. So that's 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 nothing. You know, it's not like the the Wandavision episodes where everything was like a damn hour. You know, um. But, but yeah. Uh, speaking of, speaking of COVID, uh, it's never has gone away. <laughs> It's nope. rearing, it's rearing its head again. Feels like it's getting worse too, man. Uh, it always, man. Like it, it's, I'm to the point now where it is just, um, it's it's exhausting. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, it's exhausting, and now it's gotten to the point where it's affecting so much shit in sports now. Um, no matter what league that you're in. Or that 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 is in whether it's NBA, whether it's hockey, whether it's football, whether it's college basketball. Like no matter what, it, like there's just no way to fucking escape it, at all. And it's it's problematic, very problematic.
1: Yeah, uh, healthy safety protocols are at all time high, man. It's crazy because you know before last week, I think there was only like twenty players that are admitted to healthy safety protocols. Just like 20. We right. got over 112 yeah. players plus staff and, you know, and faculty that were there or, there are, you know, whoever that was working there uh, in these arenas. They had COVID and they got admitted to, you know, the protocols. And I'm like, damn, this is all from last week. It's like every time we, we we could go a day or go five minutes without Shams or Woj posting an alert tweet say these so and so players are going to be out because they've entered the health and safety protocols and and then, then you have to wonder damn is the game going to keep going on right games were canceled all throughout the week we got our game canceled against well, the wizards we had our game canceled against the nets because the nets can't find their way to have eight players on the roster <laughs> it got so bad for them that they had to call Kyrie Irving back only for him to be sitting to protocols. Right, right. <laughs> it's it, it's cr- it, it's it's ridiculous, man. I'm, I'm sorry. You know what? It, it, no one's shutting down. This country's not shutting down at all. No, no. Premier no. League, Premier no. League is getting wiped up. They're getting wiped up right now. You know, a lot of their teams getting hit with COVID outbreaks. Games had to be postponed on their end. But both England and the United States of America is going to keep on trucking. You know, they like already the NBA is like. They, they they implemented uh uh you know they implemented an agreement that yo you guys don't have enough players on your roster sign whoever you can that day just yeah. to put them on the team that's and that's it. what we're seeing right now we're seeing a lot of guys that we haven't seen in years getting contracts to play in hardships for <laughs> for the next week or so just so you know the, the teams can finish out their schedule and be able to complete the season. It's it's insane, man. Like getting random ass twenty five point games from uh, uh, T.J. Uh, McConnell or <laughs> goddamn <laughs> J.R. Smith, and he's coming out of college, man. He's you know he's working on you know getting his degree, and he'll get signed. He'll probably play a game or two. He'll have a thirty point
0: game just because no one else is playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a, it's leaving everything in in a pretty bad shape, man. And it's um. It's really sad. Like it's, I know personally, all my teams. They just been, man. It's COVID. Man, has, really, man. has really has really. Bulls messed got up. destroyed. My Bulls got destroyed. My Islanders. They've got completely fucking destroyed by this. Um, giants. Well, Giants are the Giants, but partially they they've been, uh, you know, affected by it. Um, even 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 UNC. Even my Tar Heels, man. Like, a couple of games, like, they've been – and then a couple of games has been canceled, maybe not because of COVID on their team, but whoever they're facing against. Um, I mean, oh, it's it, it, it's everything. Yeah, like, we were supposed to have faced UCLA um, last week or something like that, and that game had to be canceled because there was too many UCLA players that, had, that there was, like, a COVID outbreak. Did, did you have to replace them with Kentucky that night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we faced Kentucky that night, and we lost. But still. Wow. You know, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Kentucky. Kentucky. They, they. It's funny. They're kind of like on and off, though. They'll, you know, they catch them on a great, good day. They'll, 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 they'll play you out the gym, uh, or the arena. Um, but uh, it's, it's insane, man. It's insane how all this is happening. And no, no, there won't be another lockdown. Um, that's not gonna happen. Um, it. I'm just at a loss for words, like as to how, you know, so many. I feel like a couple of leagues may have dropped the ball with handling this the right way. Um, I remember from the beginning how you was you was so critical, very critical, the NBA at first how they were handling. It. Now, I understand, oh understand yeah. And I understand, like that was like more towards last year, more than than this season, um, specifically. But uh it, it's it's just one of those things where it's like there is no way you can really I I guess avoid all this stuff and at and then also it's like where are they catching this shit from? You know, and it has to be for family members, I guess. You know, whatever stuff <sighs> that they do off off the court.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, man. I mean, listen, man, these are NBA players here. These are athletes in general. You know what they be doing at night, man, when they're not playing? Like it's pretty sure that you know the shit's gonna be passed around so quickly, you know, especially with this Omicron variant or what's I like to call the Omegatron. Yeah. Uh this uh you know that shit spreads like wildfire, man. You know, but you know, these players, man, you know, you know, they probably be out here, you know, clubbing, you know, going out, have no business, you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing. And yeah, you know, there it is. And The next thing you know, you got your whole you know, full um, bench wiped out. That's and it. Health and safety protocols, right? You know, right. you got you got you got your whole O line out. <laughs> you know, your practice squad. You got to get your replacement players. Your replacement players got COVID now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's it's been wild. It's been wild to witness, man. Just seeing all this happening. I've been very and fortunate. It, Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, you know what? You know another thing. You know. Like, it's just the reason why, you know, you had to have these players vaccinated. It's just so what this is happening, even though, you know, they currently got COVID or they're going to be on the protocol, you're not going to hopefully suffer any, you know, severe effects, you know, to having the virus, you know, and they'll be able to, you know, just sit out and recover, quarantine and be able to get back at it, you know, and you know, keep the work going strong because that's what this, you know, that's what this is what it's all boiled down to, man. They want to keep the workforce strong, want yeah. us to keep going. Yeah. And, you know, this is, this is, this is the new reality that we have to deal with, man. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know, you know, because, you know, they're, they're not canceling the Christmas games for sure. Those are going to stay, so those are going to happen. I would yeah. not be shocked one, one bit if, for how, for some reason, you know, or, or somehow, some way, Adam Silver uh puts in the call and some of them star players that were initially in the protocols conveniently
0: get out just in time to play those games. I wouldn't be shocked either, man. I really wouldn't. Like it it's it, it's really it's sad. It it's a it's a downer. Um it's never a good thing when These games have to be canceled due to something like that. Um, Like, I, you know, like, for example, um, like, even for me with with my my hockey team, the Islanders, um, the NHL, well, I have a major gripe with the NHL, how they handle shit anyway, how they've been handling this COVID stuff. Um, They've been so Mm -hmm. wildly inconsistent with how, like what, what constitutes as a baseline for you canceling games? What constitutes as a baseline for not allow, not canceling games like it's it's a it's a clusterfuck. It really is. And Gary Bettman is not. Like I don't know if, like and I get it everybody hockey is not one of the, the, the top major sports in North America. Um, it is literally the bottom. And soccer, yes. Holds a higher place than the NHL in in North America, Um, despite what people in Canada will tell you. um, It's the handling of it has been piss poor and it has been terrible. Um, My team and a couple of other teams have had major outbreaks happen within the organization and team itself. And the league waited literally until the absolute last second to want to cancel a game or two. Um, Wow. Now, um, as a matter of fact, over the weekend, I think on Saturday alone, within a five-hour stretch, there was a report of 72 players had reported to be on COVID protocol Um, league-wide. 72 within a five-hour time period. within five hours Uh, within a five hour time period damn the other day there was a night where there was no games on because it was there was only one game that was scheduled to be on tv and it was postponed because i think it was calgary calgary flames they they said yep they, they they canceled the games like for like about three or four games for them because through the covid um my team however it's all about everything that comes down to perspective, but my team was screwed by the league um, in the sense that we literally had half of our team decimated from COVID. We had minor league players that really had no business being on the main roster. We literally had a, a, half of our team was – was, our AHLs is the NHL's minor league uh, oh. uh, system, but we literally fielded half of an AHL team for eight fucking games. Before the league decided like, oh well, we're going to cancel the next two games for you guys after eight fucking games of COVID, we had players coming in for like a week and a half going in uh, COVID protocol.
1: all right, the- all right, so so with these with the with the whole roster shakeout and those eight games that you had to play, what does your record end up becoming?
0: Oh, we lost all of them. We lost all the games.
1: Figures, mm.
0: we lost. No, now granted, yeah, we was kind of before this started. There, we was kind of on on a downward trend anyway, but um, uh-huh. but it's just it was just the time. Like for us, it was just it's just been a a perfect storm of just everything. Murphy's Law, right? Everything could go wrong, will go wrong. Yeah, and that's how it was for us. Uh, it was already enough that we started the season on thirteen games straight on the road. <laughs> So that was crazy. Over a month period, thirteen games. Um, and then, soon as we, soon as we get to our first home game in our in our new arena, we we're hit we're hit with COVID. Like, and it just kept on happening, and the league just kept on allowing the games to be played. There were a little controversy whether people, whether the the, the owner or the GM was requesting that they cancel the games and the league said no, we don't find enough for a reason to do it. And, and it's just it was just wild. Like, what do you mean you guys need need, need to see more evidence or there was enough for a reason? Like Chris I didn't have enough the NH- players to field the, field the Chris, team. <laughs> Chris again the NHL Gary Bettman is one of the worst fucking commissioners that that's ever that's ever been around. Like I will give him credit for trying to do whatever he could to keep my team in New York, and I and uh-huh. I understand that, and, and and I'll give him partial credit for that. And, but like he has been, he has been terrible. He has been fucking terrible. It's already enough. Like uh, about a couple of months ago, there was this long-standing thing that was going on with the Chicago Blackhawks. Right, there was a uh, sexual assault scandal that was going on. Uh, apparently, one of the players. Mm-hmm. Back in 2010, um, one of the players was um you know sexually abused, assaulted, whatever, um by one of the one of the people within the, in the staff members within the organization. Okay. At the time, Man. um the 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 coach at the time knew and there was a lot of people that fucking knew about this. And their explanation as to why they didn't want to say anything was because they did not want to mess with the chemistry of the team on their way to winning a Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. That was the reason why they kept their mouth shut. Because they didn't want it to be a quote unquote distraction, a team distraction, while they were in the playoffs. And wow. ever since then, there has been numerous. Like, I mean, it was it, it was going on for a while, and it wasn't until. Two or three months ago where everything came to a conclusion and that everything was all like I mean everything it was just busted open. Like all the stuff, all the, the details, the, the guy that was assaulted, he came he came forward and, and and revealed himself as being the person that was, you know, the anonymous person in, in the report, in the in the investigation. Um, you know, and unfortunately, a lot of people that were involved in the investigation. Um, you know, they were, they were no longer either in the league or they're no longer with those with the organization. The guy that was the head coach at that time, he went on to be the head coach of Florida Panthers. Uh, he resigned because, you know, I I think the story tells itself that he was, he knew about it in this meeting of the the upper managed management. Um, and yeah, it it was a lot, it was a lot going on. I'm not going to go any further on that, but the point I'm trying to make here is this, is that. The NHL is a like they they are shitty with how they handle stuff like this. They fumbled last year, they fumbled the ball not last year, a couple of years ago while they were in a the bubble. They fumbled the whole thing, you know, with the whole protest that was happening in Minnesota a couple of years yeah. ago. They fumbled that yeah. whole shit. Like it, it, they was, you know, they they was doing like what, what any lot of these corporate companies do. You know, it's like, oh, you know, we we you know we we're, we're promoting diversity and and such like that and. You know, it was all talk at the moment, but then as time goes on, it's like everything just dissipates and just almost feels like it just disappears and nothing's even said anymore.
1: I'm um, just listening to this. Uh, it already feels like the, with uh, uh, Gary Bettman and with um, the NHL, it, it seems like they're kind of hurting for money in a way. The way oh, that the way these it, actions it, are going, it, you know, you know even though a- that Turner deal is really great for them.
0: It's you not know, even it's the it, way that he wants to keep those pockets filled though. It it's not even the really it's not really the like okay, I can't really say it's not really the money because money is always the important factor in yeah. all this stuff. But he has a view of how he wants this league to be seen to to be levels of you know of the NFL and NBA and even major league baseball, but that's just not gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. He is always trying to focus on this imaginary group of people or whatever group that he wants the eyes to be put on the game. And it's just not going to happen because number one, and, and shout out to guys. There's a podcast for my team that I always listen to um, they, uh, frequently every time they put out an episode. The, episode, the, the show is called Islanders Anxiety. Um, it, it's The show speaks for itself because we are a very anxious and anxiety-driven fan base but um you know one of the guys he covers he does he covers a lot of soccer stuff too and he was saying like the thing why soccer is so popular especially over here in america is because it is always on it is like soccer is always on no matter what day no matter what time there is always something soccer that is on there's a game every day Right, there's there
1: so many leagues across the world that right. you know you can just watch it any time, in the morning, in the afternoon, or night. There's always a soccer game on. Yeah, so that's why I, you know you know that's why I, it's so easy for me to get connected to the sport because I can always follow it.
0: Right, right. So, and and, and hockey it's not like that. It's not like that at all. So, it, it's it's always a struggle, and they try to do these new dress codes, like trying to. They try to, you know, be very lenient with the dress codes to let the players, quote unquote, express themselves. But that's the thing. Like the NHL, they want people to express themselves, but they're very restrictive of what they allow people to express themselves with. So it's it's a mess. It's a mess, Chris. But it goes ties all the way back to, to how handling with COVID like in the past. I forgot what the stat was um i had saw it like a couple of hours ago um somebody has said how many games have been canceled within the past um like few hours or something like that there's a lot of been games that's canceled as a matter of fact they halted the league halted any games until after christmas um they had oh yeah yeah
1: even even the holiday special
0: uh, yeah, Don't yeah. Y'all normally have like uh, a yeah, holiday or new year's yeah game? yeah they have a well that's new year's but this is okay. you know that's still before chris that's still after Christmas so okay um uh, it, it they yeah they they officially canceled games until I think the what is it today's the 20th until like the twenty sixth uh because like up up there in Canada like they they go like everything's happening over there up there too as it is down here so they can't yeah, have they ain't people messing
1: around either too
0: No, and they won't have people cross the border, you know, because of that. So the Canadian teams, they can't come to America if you're infected. Like, it's just – it's a mess, man. It's terrible. Um, Like, and we could go go back and forth about vaccines, excuse me, vaccines and all all that stuff. But at the end of the day, man, there is just not going to be any end in sight, and we just may have to be better off sports-wise just going back – they just unfortunately they may even have to just go back to being in a fucking bubble again, or some a semi bubble or something. Um, it's already enough in Canada that they've, they've I think over in on Ontario um, Providence up there, like they 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 won't even allow they didn't even allow fans into a, 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 a hockey game the other day.
1: Yeah, NHL yeah. Game. So yeah, I heard I heard they were they were the first um knocked their attendance down,
0: right? The first it was by half, and then they just said not at all get yeah, so that's what i'm saying like they they there's just it's just very wild right now um how this shit is just spreading and it's just i don't know man like i understand a lot of this stuff is going to be due to the holidays everybody likes to be around family and friends and gathering again because they feel that um false sense of security or whatnot but um but please by all means be safe um i don't care like i i can't say i don't care Please, if you can't get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you're if you're if you're able to, um, if you don't want to do it, then, then then okay, that's fine. But for the love of God, please just at least at the very least wear a damn mask and wash your fucking hands, like and, and sanitize your hands. Like at the very and least, if can you fucking feeling do that? sick? Stay the fuck home too. Okay. Right. right. Don't risk it. Don't chance it. I don't care if you got the damn sniffles. Keep your ass home. Give your ass home. Simple as that. You know, so it, it's it's tiring, man. It's it's annoying, but um, that's just how the shit is these days. That's how the cookie crumbles um, as of right now. And uh, you know, that's just that's just what we're going to have to deal with, man, for the time being in, in, within sports. Um, but I, don't I mean,
1: li- on, I, on a positive note, though, uh I mean your bulls came back and they haven't missed a beat, man.
0: Nah, man. We we <laughs> we was smoking on that LA
1: pack. De- DeMar DeRozan, man, shit. He he he's on a tear. He he's pushing himself into the MVP conversation, even if it's on the lower end.
0: Like, he's been tremendous, man. Yes. He has been. Um my bulls, hey man, listen. Uh we're the real deal. Uh, I think it's I, I. think that can be determined now that that we are the real deal. Uh, we're only two games mm-hmm. behind Brooklyn as of right now. I don't. I know we played tonight. Um, I don't know if we won or lost. Oh, y'all, y'all won. Y'all, y'all blew the Rockets out. Oh, did we? Oh, good, yeah. Because you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, I mean, this
1: just again with with this whole co- you know the COVID situation, man. It, it, as bad as it could be, in some ways, you know with the debts having to uh, postpone a lot of games and the bulls are coming back into form and I, it's going to be like a blessing in disguise in some sick way. You know, y'all could be able to cash up on games with them and be able to get a lead when it's all said and done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's we, we are fucking back. That's all I want to say right now. We are back. Um, I don't know how this is going to end for us, and come to, as the season goes on, and then playoffs. Um, I hope you guys are. I mean, I know you guys have dropped a little bit. Uh, oh yeah,
1: yeah, we've been miserable, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what's up with Spencer Dinwiddie. Like this guy, I don't. I don't it's uh, what I've been reading is that he's they're trying to play a more egalitarian style offense. Yeah. And that's clashing between the philosophies of Spencer and uh and our coach West Unsell. You know, cause Spencer, you know, he says he's he's gonna be moving the ball around and distributing mm-hmm. as opposed to Unsell saying that he should be more aggressive. And I don't know what it is, but then what he's just been terrible. Uh the the last couple of weeks with his performances. It's like he could barely he will barely take a shot. And when he does, he will probably miss most of the time. He'll be like two for seven or 0 for, 0 for nine or, you know, have five points or no points in a half. And I'm like, he'd be benched. Like, Unsell has proceeded to bench him in games now uh, and close out with Raul Neto as the point guard and um, Denny Avia coming in for Kyle out lately. I mean, that was the winning formula to snap our skid at, um, this past week against Utah on Saturday. And Bradley Bill had his best game this season. So far. So I mean, it's it's just a lot of consistency issues. And I don't know. It's just the fit between Beale and Dinwiddie is not working as the way I thought it would be. Uh and now, you know, it's it's just trying to figure out it's just trying to figure out all these pieces and what to do. Because I mean, when we're on, we're a good team. Like we mm-hmm. can be really defensively solid. But again, this is this I, I knew what I was getting with that Russell Westbrook trade, bring it in the likes of Kuzma. KCP and Trez. Like those guys do need their touches. They do. And especially Trez. And if Trez doesn't get his touches, Trez doesn't become interested. Trez becomes disengaged. And he will be one of the worst defenders on the fucking team. <laughs> and that was him his last couple of weeks until, you know, on um on Saturday. Well, he was he, he was solid and he he performed well. But Daniel Gafford is now coming into form. Um and he's starting to close games now. So that's yeah. helping out. Uh, and he's he's actually been the best player on the team for a, like for a while, even during his skid. Like Dale Gaffer's been so consistent, really well defensively. Uh, he just got to stay out of foul trouble. When he's out of not in foul trouble, he's closing games and he's helping us win. You know, on his defense. Uh, but I hope Unsell honestly he's just changed the starting lineup mm-hmm. going forward and uh start bringing Denny Avia and um, Al Neto in from time to time to start. Just to give a change of pace. And hopefully, you know, when um Hachimura and Thomas Bryan are healthy, they can come into the rotation. And you can start switching some things around. Mm. Um and you know, keep guys on their toes and right. make you more competitive and have them earn their minutes and and earn those touches. But as far as Spencer did what he goes, it's clear that he's still, you know, coming back from his injury, still trying to get himself informed. But I don't I really don't understand what change. From the first couple of weeks of playing, and now it's, it's like he's afraid to take a shot or afraid to get aggressive. I know he's supposed to be splitting time with Bradley Beal, and Beal's going to be the one getting those touches. Beal's going to be the one making those shots, and Beal himself has to give himself back in the form. But you know they got to find a common medium there in order for them to be to have some success. I don't see us no going to the bottom of the conference no that's not happening no but you know for us to at least secure a six seed and staying out that play-in yeah you know we've got to get our act right you gotta get it fast because you know those games they add up they add up fast and you know and you know i just i just don't want to see us on the outside looking in again or having to fight for that playoff spot you know so but uh yeah that's how it's looking for us man um there might be some changes in the deadline. Don't know if that will include Bradley Beal, but yeah, there, there's definitely going to be, you know, something happening, but I, ain't, cause I ain't really too concerned. You know, this is, I knew what to expect coming into the season. And, um, as far as Westside South goes, he's, he's looking to, he has all the makers of being a good coach. Mm-hmm. And, um, hopefully with the right pieces, um, going into next season, he will have the
0: type of team that he's looking to coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It was like like you said, the way y'all started the first couple of weeks, you know, y'all y'all was just, you know, on yeah. tear, and I and I just wonder that I don't know if it's one of those things where you just caught certain teams sleeping. Um, they just was not you know, yeah, they Jerry just Bright's wasn't expectations a, were low. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't know if it's one of those like I said, caught off guard, but um, but like you said, you know, they gotta pick that pick that up quickly because you know, typically um. You know, because now that the trade deadline, a lot of that is before the All Star break, so it's like it, you got to be, if, if you got to be in a good playoff spot, at least you know, like you said, the the, the most important thing not to be one of those playing games. Um, you don't, you want to avoid that. But if you're like on the fringe of a playing game, like a six seed, or if you're in a six seed or above, um, I think by that time period, you're like, you're in pretty much good hands. Um, not unless something really catastrophic happens. Um and, and like you said, yeah, Biel, like Biel, bill who injury. knows, who knows yeah. what's gonna happen and then injuries. Um our, 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 our
1: trade that just comes out of nowhere. Right. You know, things right, like right.
0: that. And you know, that also then you know, who knows who else gets affected by the co- by COVID. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, praying that nobody else, that nobody does. Um it, it's like you mentioned earlier, like, you know, we were – we were, uh, you know, we just came – I think we was, like, on a, maybe a couple of games. It was postponed or something like that. We just came back the other night. Maybe yeah, – I think last night was our first game in a while
1: uh, against the Lakers. Yeah, that's the first game, with you know, for your week. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, hey, I which, look great. So <laughs> – the, the, the Lakers didn't, but y'all y'all did, which was you know good enough. I mean, well, y'all, Lakers y'all has been the,
0: ass this season, and, they, and they Anthony, are, D- Anthony Davis is just and
1: no Anthony Davis for a month, so
0: he's just, made out yeah. of
1: glass, man. Like that, they're, they're gonna is... drop more games. That's I like like, like they, they better hope that you know the big three of Brooklyn aren't ready for Christmas because if they are, and I believe they're likely that one of them will be playing uh, yeah. um that weekend and they get beaten by by Brooklyn yeah that you know you might as well tell Frank Fokel to pack it up man you know even though it's not his fault no he is you know someone's got to take the fall and that that will be that will be the one right there losing to Brooklyn on Christmas Day that should be the death knack.
0: I I said from the beginning man the 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 one thing the one move that the Lakers did that I did not like which we obviously benefited a lot, is by letting Caruso go. Like, Caruso was yeah. an important defensive cog for them and also a good starter, you know, but the transition off of a turnover on, you know, capitalizing on turn points off of, points off of turnovers and capitalizing on those, you know, that's that's really where the Lakers actually succeed in because it allows a lot more fast breaks, fast pace. Braun does his shit. Uh, whatnot, and we all know the rest. Uh, but like I said, having a guy like Caruso on your team was kind of like a fucking pest. <laughs> he is kind I mean, like of a could, pest. You, um, could, you, could,
1: you could you could say a little bit about um, Kuzma and KCP as well. Uh, yeah, as far as like young defensive legs that can you know be out there to provide energy when the older guys just won't have it that night. Uh, yeah, they're they're missing that. You know they yeah. they they replaced a lot of their defensive grit with uh, shooting, which what they desperately did need. But they have no no um you know defensive IQ now with the likes of Malik Monk and you know Carmelo Anthony being at the rinks.
0: Yeah, man, it's um it's a shame. It's a shame how it's turned out for LA. But I mean, oh well, oh well, <laughs> oh well. Like, I mean, the, it is what it is. It man. is, it is like, what it is, man. Like,
1: like, like AD going down. That was more than enough to me to say that I don't, I don't know they're going to do it again this year. Nah, either. nah. It's, you know, because now you're putting more on LeBron and and Russ, and you know it's more on LeBron. You know, he he goes down with another groin or hamstring injury this year. You could call it a wrap. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, um like like I said it, it, it's, it's it's almost it's it's game time. It's almost like the end end game for LA, man. Like if they don't if they don't get their shit uh, shit straight soon, but I can't be I personally can't be worried about LA. All I can worry about is my team, what we doing and, you know, um we're just killing it right now and I just hope it just continues on like uh I don't know where, where, like so where we're going to end up in the end. But Billy Donovan has done a great job. But I, I've said it from the beginning when we had gotten that GM, that was with Denver. I can never really like I can never really fully remember his name. Um, but once we had gotten him as uh, as our GM, I knew he was going to be in good hands because you see what what he look at what's happening in Denver now, now how that team how good they are, you know. So still good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. He built that team to keep on being in playoff contention, and for us, like I will not go and say, "Oh, like Chicago is a, is a title contender." Like, no, like I love my team, but I'm realistic about it. We are not title contenders, but hey, I know anything in the playoffs, anything can happen. Um, but I, I just don't see that happen. We not title contenders. Um, there's always like said, Milwaukee's still there um even though their season has been kind of all over the place but i know that's a lot of it not really their fault um but you know milwaukee still milwaukee um brooklyn is still brooklyn whether it's Kyrie or not um so it's yeah it's still a lot to be left to, to be written about man but the Sixers is-
1: too, man. You know the Phillies, oh, man. Oh, please. Like Philly, Philly and Boston. Even though you know they've been, they they had they have their issues. You know, they, they, you can't really ignore them. You, you can't let, um, sleep on them as far as like playoff contenders go. I, I don't have them winning a championship or anything, but you know they're still there. Um, and as far as like you know the rest of the Eastern Conference is concerned, uh, the, the, the Knicks are sliding. For sure. No, they, uh But, you know, they're, they're still going to be in in the playoff mix or probably in the playoff contention. Atlanta's still there. Bingo. You know, Trey Young has been phenomenal. You yeah. know, so there's just, you know, it's it's a lot happening there. You know, it's a lot for Washington to contend with. So, you know, that's why I said um, we have to go for that sixth seed because, you know, the other teams are going to start rising up, especially, you know, Milwaukee now is already doing that. Uh, now they're at full strength. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an uphill battle. You know, we gotta face these teams, hey, we gotta face COVID.
0: The surprising team has been Cleveland, though. I don't think anybody oh, yeah. nobody expected Cleveland to be.
1: Oh, They're or good, right
0: man. Now. They're good.
1: Like they are a good team. Like uh, I I see them being, you know, uh high play in too, you know, seven, eight. If not, maybe they could snatch that six seed. You know, it all depends on their health right now because 'cause they're Currently dealing with a, a COVID outbreak of their own again. Um, really, they?
0: I mean, they're the a yeah. three seed right now, though. So I mean, yeah. it, 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 they they're eight and two in their last ten, and they won six in a row. Been, so it feels like they've been winning more than losing
1: uh, with their streaks. Yeah. Like it's like every five games or so, they're winning three out of their five. So yeah, they've been, they've been they've been they've been a solid solid crew of young players. that are big. Like there's a lot of size on them. Size and athleticism, with the likes of uh, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Yeah, uh, Lori Barkin's fitting right in, playing at the three. Good old Lori, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, and wow. Darius yeah. Garland's taking a leap. You know, in the wake of um, Colin Sexton's injury, uh, they have they're going to be without him for the rest of the season. And, but you know, Kevin Love has found his smile again. You know, this is, this just it's like a lot of really good pieces here, and you know, J it shows that JB Bickerstaff, man, he's a really good coach as well. Uh, you know, be able to bring these guys in because they have always been like a gritty team. But yeah. Now they, they're, they're finally a team that, you know, that's a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, I'm looking forward to see what, uh, what they could do, you know, going forward for the season and see if they dip their hands into the deadline. Uh, Will they try to make a splash for another player to take them over the top or, you know, or at least go into the buyout market and see if they can bring someone that can get them over from play in to succeed.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's Hey man. Um, granted would like say Cleveland they're they're their division rivals, but um I I hope they do not continue to rise up, that's all for sure. Um one last thing with the NBA. Um I want at least from my on my end, uh I want to put out um man, trouble in paradise in Indiana, man. <laughs> Indiana. Yeah, man, like An- another
1: division rival, y'all. So, um, Pace I don't is, know what's uh, going on with them. It's weird. Yeah, it's like they they they, they don't want to rebuild, but they they kind of want to blow it up, and it's just at a crossroads. Uh, yeah, they're they're, they're apparently you know after a report from the Athletic that dropped uh, about a week and a half ago, uh, yeah, they're looking to you know reshape the the Pacers organization, uh. They're, Testing out feelers for, you know, DeMontis Sabonis and Miles Turner. Uh, one of the two are likely to be traded. Uh, also looking at Karis LeVert. Um, a couple of other players, too, that, you know, that anyone's willing to call about, maybe except for Chris Duarte and Michael Brogdon because his contract, he's unable to be traded till, um next season. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting to see how it is uh, because, you know, it's, you know, the is a bonus, uh, I'm pretty sure he's not really happy with his current role. Neither is Miles Turner. Yeah. Turner feels like he should be more of an offensive focal point. And, but I really like him in his role as a glass cleaner, a shot rim protector, and guy that can stretch the floor as opposed to trying to be the number one option offense. And, you know, if other teams see him as that too, they want him as that guy that, you know, that will – Fixed their defensive holes so well. And that would, the teams that want him, he's not going to be a number one option for. Us. So that's a little bit of a dilemma there. You can't really see Sabonis as a number one guy, no matter, you know, if he goes on the contending team. And Karis LeVert, uh, I mean, he's the smoothest player in the game, as I would call him. Mm-hmm. I, I really like his style. I really like, you know, you know, how good he is, but he really has it wild me this season at all in Indiana as well, where he has played. Uh and so I think it's probably just a you know fit issue there um in um in Indiana. So I don't know how what deals will work for him or where he will go if it in, but he, he will be a really good addition to any, you know, playoff team or, you know, team that he it where he is looking to be a number two option. which aren't that many options for him available at the time.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, me personally, I'm I'm kinda low key enjoying this whole Pacers uh I guess breakup <laughs> that's going on. Um, but it it's it is a bit alarming. I mean, I remember last season they, they had kind of like a uh wasn't it kinda like a bit of a chaotic ending with that, that yeah, one yeah, coach it was, that it was nobody pretty chaotic liked on there. With, um we had Nate Borkin, you know,
1: he was he was a first year coach and the players didn't like him. Yeah, you know, the players also got into arguments with the coaching staff. Yeah, it was a pretty tumultuous season there too. Uh so yeah, it's it's mm. been it's been a while coming for Indiana. You know, they've been treading water for so long. Uh as a team that, you know, was good enough to get into the playoffs, good enough to compete, but they weren't going to go get out the first round. You know, they, they had there were really no championship aspirations for this team. But now, you know, they're 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 looking to change something, and whether it's just a heart reset or just um just just a whole new reshaping of the roster, you know that that's that's what they're looking to do. Especially with Rick Carlisle being there, you know, it, it is probably going to try to shape the team in his image. And yeah. you know, and, and Carlisle himself, you know, just being there that might uh cause more disarray with the Pacers right now. You know, you know, if you have not um, read a little article, uh, on ESPN, um, uh, concerning his time with Dallas, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's pretty, you know, his reputation probably has uh, taken a change, you know, for for the worse, um, and um, you know, Indiana probably some of the players, you know, he probably has rubbed some of the players the wrong way there, and now you know, it's just some players are just looking for a change of scenery.
0: I hope they get it, man. I hope they get it. I mean, I, these players, these players are too good for them to not, you know, be playing at their, um, their absolute best, or even be in a happy situation that would allow them to, you know, play how they, you know, truly like to play, and and, and what their role on the team is, and to, you know, to promote the, you know, the, the their their strengths in their game and to help these teams out. Now, I don't know where these guys can possibly go to what possible trades may happen. I mean, I'm pretty sure we'll find that out as um, in, in the coming weeks leading up to the trade deadline. But, um, I mean, it's Pacers, man. It's almost like it's just every few years, man. They just always, it's like some, something happens and they, they just break up in the end, you know, but they can't blame LeBron or Paul George on this one though. That's for sure.
1: Um oh, yeah, they have no one to blame but themselves for fire. Nate McMillan.
0: That's it. <laughs> that's right, right. Which is still fucking wild that they did that. That's why the Pacers will never win a title. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it's those... a Nate
1: McMillan curse.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh well, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely a curse. But um but yeah, uh it's it's gonna be well we want to see how everything I'm, I'm eager for that Christmas games. See how those games turn out, um, terrible as terrible as they may be. Um, uh, but, uh, the kind of like, uh, sh- you know, move the page a little bit. Uh, I, one thing that I have not really definitely have not been focusing on a lot of, um, and I know you have in the meantime, um, I don't know exactly what's going on over an AEW or, um, or, or WWE, um, especially AEW. I have no idea what the hell's going on out there besides CM Punk talking shit about my home team. But CM Punk is a Blackhawks fan. He's 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 an NHL fan, so that's why he knew what to say to the Long Island crowd. But fuck you, Punk. Um, but yeah, I, outside of that, I really haven't been following what's been going on, man. Uh, so uh, by all means, go ahead and follow. <laughs> Fill everybody in what's what's uh what's the latest, man? Well, AEW had their uh winter
1: is coming event last week, uh from Garland, Texas. Uh and it was highlighted by the sixty minute time limit draw uh between AEW champion Hangman Page and Brian Danielson. Great match. Uh I don't know why they will go with two draws in like a month and a half for Brian. Uh and and make that Adam Page's first title defense. But I mean, it, you know, I, you know, Tony Khan, he, he just try he cannot hide, you know, you know, his uh his uh his uh anticipation of having the big batches come first. No, oh, yeah. And, you know, give it to give it to the fans as early as possible without any sense whatsoever. I mean, but you know, it was still a great match. Uh 'Cause you know, I, I, I you know enjoyed it for what it was, but I knew where the ending was gonna come, you know, the moment they opened the show with it. And I was like, All right, they're gonna go to a draw. So I was already like my attention and my um excitement for it dwindled immediately. Mm. Because I was like, Oh, this is going to a sixty minute draw. And and you know, and you know, and Paige did some dumb shit in the match too, busted his head open, you know, over a um, a messed up spot. And uh I don't know. He was probably just working a little bit of that match concussed. cuss. Who knows if he was set to CTE records or not? But but Brian, you know, you know, Brian was able to, you know, he wanted he these are the type of matches that he wants to do, man. He wants to do these long, methodical, uh, you know, work rate style matches, uh, you know, in, in the big moment. But the fact that, you know, he went to another time limit draw over a guy that Really has no experience being like an Iron Man type of worker. Uh it it, it was also his first title defense. It, it 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 was just it, it just really booked them into a corner, like where they had no business of being being done in that fashion. Um, now you know it it, it gotta have a rematch for sure. Um, you can't move on from this because like, you. Don't expect anyone else to uh, challenge for the title other than Brian. But, uh, I, I feel like, you know, uh, if, you know, if it went the original idea of, uh, Moxley, um, winning the tournament and being Hangman's first challenger, you know, leading up to Daniel sitting down the line, it probably would have came across better, mm-hmm. you know, as far as long term goes. But, um, but yeah, uh, it's just, just you know, this match has now been done, and you know they they couldn't beat Brian, but they couldn't beat Paige on his first defense. So this is what we got.
0: Oh lord! Like I remember that, um, because Brian that that match that Brian had on, um, wasn't that like his first? Was it against um, Omega, right? Was, that Omega, went,
1: yeah, it was. That it was, went, yeah, to draw, went to a right. thirty minute draw. Right,
0: yeah. right. So yeah, I know it's kind of interesting how they. They they allow them to have these matches, second match now, like you said, in, within the month time period, at, or month and change or whatever, um, for it to go to a draw. Like I and I know there, and, and I remember a while ago, and I've always said this about with with, with with matches going to a draw, it is like an old school feel um, to it, and if done right, like it in, builds up the anticipation for you know, the next match or the rematch when, you know, it also allows you to kind of wiggle your way into a stipulation that doesn't allow a draw in there and to, you know, to, to, to even build up or hype up the, the next match between the two wrestlers even more. Um, but it, it's, I always say though, at the same time is that when you do a draw, you better make sure that you're able to draw the crowd more than you originally did um as far as what you're going to do next. Um so I hope they have a plan for that. Um has Paige defended his title uh any anybody with anybody else after that match? No,
1: no no that was it. That was his that was his first title Vince. Really? Yeah that was his first actually it was his first match since winning the title.
0: Damn, and it's been already like what a month, right? Since he had yeah, time. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just, or has it hasn't it's, been a little bit over a month? Time. Felt like a little little over a month. It was like yeah, it's a little over a month. Because uh I believe uh what was it? Uh, what, what full gear? Yeah, it was like in the middle of November. So, yeah. Oh, okay. so but yeah, I, I I I don't know, man. Um I I all know it's like Cody Rose is facing Sammy Kafar this week for the tnt title on rampage <laughs> rampage it's like it's just it's just a nothing show now really yeah you know, yeah, like, you know they'll, they'll probably have a match or two that might be good but the rest of the show just falls off a cliff you know it, like last week's show had two multi-man tags that i don't give a shit about featuring people that i don't give a shit about and, uh, and it, it it just it was just something that i just didn't care for um you know, they're they're building up for Battle of the Belts. I guess that's their next big event that's gonna be happening within the new year. Um, which will uh, also coincide with uh Dynamite move into T B S. So that I guess you're we'll gonna have to rematch there between Brian and Paige. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, they're gonna to have to come up with a decision soon to pin Brian or, you know, have him put over Paige or, you know, and have page dropped the title because, yeah, they can't be you know sticking with just draws a lot. Unless, yeah. you know, because I I thought it, you know I would have liked it more if it was a dusty finish as opposed to a time limit draw. Right. You know they could have still went long, and you know it it, it did a double pin. Like like it's been a long time since we saw that superplex spot. You know where the babyface the superplex and then he, they end up pinning each other after you know they slam on the mat. You know, it could have been a double pin that way, but it could be that in the rematch too. But I'm like, you know, it would be funny if they do do a dusty finish in the rematch, and they have to do a third match. And, you know, and this is a promotion that said they were going not do a lot of rematches.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah that they yeah, good job of keeping their word.
1: Yeah, man. So, uh, and but yeah, I mean, there's not much on this show that I care about. I mean, you got MJF uh, and CM Punk doing their little feud. I I, I don't really care. Uh, I think the I think the show ended with him beating Dante Martin to keep his little diamond ring, and then it ended with like FTR and uh, the Lucha Brothers and Sting and Darby Allin and 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 all fighting. I don't know. It it was it was ridiculous. It was just <laughs> some bullshit. What
0: you funny know. About- Funny you mentioned Darby Allen. He's had a good he had an interesting week in himself, didn't he?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he, he definitely <laughs> did.
0: Wow. Wow. He got had. He got had.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got cooked. You know, rightfully so, Yes. Man.
0: Right, right. He got wiped yep. out,
1: you know. Put on a – what it was, do no, no, he got bailed to put it in his skateboarding terms, you know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: like, man, this she had like that that response was like, Wow. Okay. Okay. When I saw her put that response out to him to, to his tweet of what he said, I was like, Golly. Jeez. Like, whew. but he's I mean, you can't be shooting you can't be you can't be doing shots like that at people and expect not by not anybody to fire back, especially the the intended person. Come on. He had a no like he had had known better. He hadn't known better that she, she was going to respond like that.
1: Yeah, Corey J's is a real one for that, man. Shout out to Corey J, is, J bro. Is.
0: Yeah. Like. Speaking of her, um, th- speaking of her, man, um, it is. Did th- did th- she um wrestle at um. War games was she involved in the war games? uh, She
1: pinned um, Mandy Rose in a a women's war game match.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: She also had that really great spot where she leaped off the cage into the table and she ended up like selling her arm for the duration of the match. Yeah, so it it came off like a big underdog victory for her, you know, when she um pinned Rose, even though Rose is like she was knocked out by EO and EO gave her the pin.
0: (laughs) Jeez, man. How it, like what's what is happening? I know um in, in over in X, NXT um I know um Johnny Johnny wrestling I know he's le- he left um to my understanding uh, for now yeah for now he's for not now. There. for now even though like his promo at the end like I don't know it like I feel like his I saw the promo that he made at the end of War Games and then I heard a little bit of what happened um uh, during the next NXT show and the way they made it sound like it's like he wasn't like, I guess that was a way to write him off, but it, it just didn't sound like it was a definitive. Oh yeah. I'm leaving the company and never coming back. Um, and I just got this feeling like, I don't yeah, know. Maybe yeah, it just felt like, very vague. you know, it's like, he's like, I, right, you know, maybe he was just, maybe he was just like, he was just going to take this time as normal. A lot of athletes, free agents, you know, a listening period or just to take time just to see, What's out there, uh, you know, look at the landscape a little bit and then uh, come to a decision because I don't think it was like I'm pretty sure it was a very cordial, a mutual uh, separation and, and with him and, and um, WWE and nothing, there was no hard feelings. So um, I, I would imagine that that door is wide open for him if he ever wants to return. And if he does return, I don't know if it's something that he just wants to be an NXT for lifer. Or if he even wants a little bit of taste of the main roster. Now, some people I remember was wondering if all oh, this was just like something for him to get to the main roster. But I do remember a while back ago, though, um, maybe about as recently as maybe back in like 2019, maybe 2018, 2019 or something like that. It was around the time that like, uh, there was really flirting with a lot of the NXT people coming up. Um, you know, uh, it's. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think because was it was, which Survivor Series was it again, where um they had Adam Cole against what, what was it was it against Shinsen? That was and, um that was have
1: been um 2019, yeah, 2019? Survivor Series 2019.
0: Okay. Right, 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 and I think it was around that time that you know they was trying to see who in NXT possibly make it to the main roster because I think at the same time. Like Rhea Ripley was still there, Tony Storm was still in NXT, um Bianca was still in NXT. Um, you know, so and I remember but I remember around that time where they was kinda like trying to figure out who who was gonna elevate to the main roster that um people like Finn Balor and and, and, and Johnny and, and um and Tommaso, um, you know, I know they they were like, nah, you know, they were fine staying over in NXT and not you know, oh Chapo Chapo
1: Champo was still there. Champo was still working those shows. Okay. Um for the main roster. But yeah, yeah, Gargano, um, yeah, he was not up there. Um, and um Finn wasn't too, but I think Finn, it was just willingly not putting him there back on the main roster and just keeping him away for the main roster for a while. Right. Because he was just freshly back on NXT. But uh, but yeah, Gargano, for for the longest, yeah, he was uh, keeping himself from being
0: on the main roster. Yeah, so you know, it, it, it's who knows who knows what could be because you can't really pay attention to a lot of that mess that you read on there. You know, that old dirt sheets and stuff. Even though there, are always some layer of truths in there. But um, but yeah, no, nah, wow. And, and it's like I was mentioning earlier, like you know, I still need to catch up. I need to watch War Games. Um, in t- as in, in its entirety, I haven't really, haven't really got a chance to catch up with a lot of wrestling stuff. Um, um, due to the whole move and and, and doing other stuff. Um, but I do also want to touch on uh, uh, with WWE. Um, what is it how many matches? It's like three matches that may have been confirmed so far for um for day one. Is it only three, or has it been more? No, match, I feel you know like
1: the card has got bigger now. Um, okay. You have Roman versus Brock for the WWE Championship, right? Uh, Fatal Four Way um, with Biggie, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, and Seth Rollins for the um, for I, I mean, yeah, yeah, for WWE Championship Universal Titles to Roman Brock match. But you also have um, Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch mm-hmm. for the um, Raw Women's Title. I'm pretty sure they. I don't know if they're going to add Charlotte and Tony Storm or a rematch of sorts on, um, day one. But, uh, but, uh, new day is facing them. Um, the Usos for the tag titles. Also, um, edge and the miss are having a singles match. And, um, yeah, that's
0: so far. That's a, think, ca- that's a whole card right there. Like that's, a yeah, yeah, card yeah. Right that's,
1: yeah. It's a, str- it's a really strong card that they got going on here, but those, Oh, 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 and, um, yeah. Uh, Madcap Moss is facing Drew McIntyre, man. man, damn, man, yo, Jeff Hardy fucked Drew McIntyre over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Madcap, like, I'm pretty Moss. sure that was going. To, uh, I'm pretty sure that was going to be a tag match, yeah. Um, featured those two, but now, now you got um, got yeah, you got you got you got, you got Drew. You gotta gotta make look Moss look good before he uh claymore
0: him to hell, you know. Yeah, it sucks. Jeff Hardy though, sucks, man. It sucks you know his him being abruptly uh let go um who knows the real story behind that um but you know I hope that it's uh nothing like uh, it's nothing tragic and I hope that he's in good spirits and you know god speed to him man god speed to him yeah um, but i'm i'm also happy kevin owens is staying there he resigned um yeah the big re-up man that's that is the big re-up big re-up man i mean before you know it man we're we gonna have to start talking about who the hell we think is gonna win the rumble man <laughs> it's already almost that time of the year <laughs> like it, it's just it's, it's these oh these yeah it's months getting up to that point fly, man these months fly by to so quickly man oh man you know what it's um uh, let me ask you this, since I know we were talking about uh, NBA games earlier. Was there any specific Christmas game that, that comes to your mind that you felt that, that, is, that that's just like the most memorable to you? Is there any specific uh, Christmas game that, that means a lot to you or, or, or a game that you just remember so much watching? Uh, there's probably two. One
1: is uh, the Golden State-Cleveland game. Uh, after the uh, NBA Finals, mm-hmm. I want to say yeah, it was the first game after the NBA Finals. Uh, where you know you see they had those Christmas uniforms with the um, where they had the the uh, the, the just uh, you know squiggly line like the yeah. cursive names or like, like those those uniforms were great. I I love those, especially the Warriors and Cavs one. So that game that that game really had the intensity of an NBA Finals matchup. up. Um, and I would just remember being like you know very entranced in watching that. Um, of course, like the Lakers Heat games, you know, in the past, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the weight going up against Kobe. Uh, also, you know, when the Heatles were present, uh, uh, you know, some of the earlier matinee Nick games, you know, I believe mm-hmm. there was one Nick game that was actually really good. I think it was during the metal area too. Um, I guess they faced the Celtics, if I'm not mistaken. Could have been. And, um, and, yeah, and, and you know, and you know, the Knicks got the win with that one. Uh, but yeah, um, they, you know, there's, there's, they have his moments here and there. Yeah. I also used to like looking at the shoes when I was younger. Of uh, you know, oh, the skirt, yeah. sh- new shoe releases that came, and the That's players it. will rock them during the game.
0: Yeah, you know, my fault. They used to have shit. that.
1: They used to have that great feature on 2K too, man. I don't know if they do that anymore. Like what? when it was Christmas time they will bring in the new Christmas releases.
0: I believe they they'll do put them
1: on the star player. Yeah, you know, I believe they do. Because they, they they will show it. Like they'll also have that camera. They'll have that weird camera angle before a play begins. They show they show the spotlight in the shoes. And they'll talk about the shoes. You know, yeah. that's that's the one thing I really do enjoy. You know, so uh,
0: I hope I hope they did bring that feature back for two K. I I believe they do. I don't I don't think they ever. Excuse me. Um, I mean I can't say they ever stopped, but. Uh, i'm pretty sure maybe last year maybe a couple of years they 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 started doing that again um I would have to ask my 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 two k people um about that but i i believe they still do that well they do that now again uh, i do remember uh speaking of christmas games um there was a game that that uh stands out as when we when we had faced the Lakers, and I think that was uh the year after we had made it to the Eastern Conference Finals because Derrick Rose was still on there, and uh, I, I can't remember who rem- I can't remember who made the game winning shot um, in the end, and, and it left people in, in LA stunned as hell, like they couldn't believe the shit, like they lost. I'm like, yeah, we 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 beat your asses. Uh, trying to think of another great game um i know you mentioned the golden state cleveland game um yeah I, rem- I remember that one that was a great game um uh, trying to think there was uh what, what there was another there's a game that also is memorable to me but for for a personal reason though um uh i think it was i can't remember which year it was and it was miami not my yeah well yeah yeah miami facing um what is it? Uh, L.A. Um, oh, one Christmas game, I believe. Or well, maybe it could have been a, a, another game, but it was. I, th- I think it was that game. But anyway, it was a game that I remember. They busted the Lakers' ass. Like they busted their ass that day. Uh, Miami. Um, and Braun and Braun had made some. Cr- he made a crazy ass dunk that game. But um, but for me, honestly, a lot of games that i that i always close hold close and dear to my heart is those those 90s uh bulls uh nick's christmas day games um uh, it's just something about something about christmas day and, and those teams um like i mean but it was jordan though like it, it was it was there was nothing else more you can say it was just only the 90s nick's and 90s bulls and then even for me it sentimental reason for me too with me and my father but um, but like those are the games. Like Christmas games, are always. I always prefer the, the NBA Christmas games over the shit the NFL gives us on Thanksgiving. You know, at least at least the NBA gives you some bit of sort of variety. You know, it's almost not like it's always the same two three teams that is like feels like they're on a permanent contract yeah. to play on Christmas Day or anything like or on Thanksgiving for at least for the NFL. Yeah, um, yes, yeah,
1: it's, it's it's all it's always Detroit or you know or, you know, Dallas, you know, we, we, we earned, uh, I don't know, I don't know how Detroit did, but I, I understand, you know, Dallas getting that Thanksgiving tradition special, but, I, um, yeah. Like I'm glad that, you know, they're eight, but it, it still sticks to marquee names and they make sure they try to get the biggest names available, Yeah, you know, for those Christmas games, but they still try to switch it up here and there with a new team. Uh, especially if they make a good run in the playoffs, you know, and uh, try to focus on them or give them a good matchup.
0: Yeah, I think the game that I was. Um, now I don't. I don't know. I know. I think they were. Phoenix was kind of affected by a couple of injuries, right? Booker was injured, right? If If my memory serves me correct, is is it, or uh, is yeah, he? Injured?
1: Um, he some. He came back. He came back this past weekend. Okay. Um, guess okay. um Charlotte, so he will be available for the um, hopefully. Hopefully he'll be available for the Christmas game. I guess um, Golden State.
0: I mean, that's going to be the game of the day. Honestly, I mean, to, to me, that's. I mean, you got two two literally the best teams in the in the league.
1: I agree. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh,
0: Seth Curry, man. Know, oh yeah, my god. Yeah,
1: Curry, Curry's just, oh. uh, just been awesome. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we will not be seeing Clay. Uh, he will have to start in the new year, but uh, but. Yeah, that still should be like a huge, huge tantalizing matchup there between, yeah, the two best teams in the West right now.
0: Golden State, man. Golden State. I I don't know what else to say. (laughs) I I don't know what else to say, man. Like, uh, it's it's Steph Curry's MVP to lose, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, I mean. Yeah, he's definitely – I definitely got him winning
0: it. Like, I, there's just no other way that I, – I don't – like, I'm just – for me, like, I, I've – don't get me wrong. Like, I always love Steph Curry. And the stuff that he does, like, so many times I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how? But this – the way – like, everything that he's been doing this season, I'm just, I, I'm just in disbelief and shaking my head. Like, how in the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, you could put him – like, I can literally believe that you could put him – all the way in a concession stand <laughs> on one end of the court and he would throw the ball and it would somehow still get he would still make the basket i at that like he is just unworldly right now and more than ever i'm just like just in marvel like i'm just in shock like in awe like like holy shit <laughs> this it's it's remarkable man it's remarkable, and then, like I said, we don't. Yeah, we don't have. He's we really seen. We haven't seen what Clay can do yet, and what if Clay, like, what if Clay comes back and it's just like you know, like he ain't miss a step. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's
1: it's a title contenders right there.
0: I mean, I mean, the way they've been playing right now, I mean, all season. I they, mean, just, yeah, they they, 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 they are the but,
1: now, but. You might as well give him the Larry O'Brien Trophy. You know, if Clay's coming back, and he's dropping twenty points a quarter,
0: right? Right. You know, with like when just only dribbling the basketball five times, <laughs> you know, some some weird shit like that that I could see him doing, like right right off the gate. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, Christmas games, man. They're gonna be good. They're gonna be good. But um, you know what? I I, I feel like we could. I feel like we touched on enough stuff this tonight, man. I really feel like that we did. Um. With that being said, man, it, what's uh, what's your Christmas plans looking like, man?
1: Well, hopefully, um, Christmas will uh, include watching NBA basketball. I mm. mean, you know, knock on wood, right? Uh, but uh, you know, just chilling with the lady. Um, going to try to watch some Christmas movies, I suppose. Do do a little bit of cleaning. You know, I'm going to check out the Boxing Day games for the Premier League uh, on on Sunday, and uh, and just uh, catch up on Succession. You know, I'm I'm finally gotten into watching the show, man.
0: I've heard uh, about it.
1: Yeah, it it you know it depends. Um, you know, you know it, it's probably not for everyone, mm-hmm. but it it like it finds this little sweet spot for me of a guy that grew up watching Arliss and entourage a it and, and a little bit of the office mm-hmm. you know for my girl she loves mad Men, so it was like it's a little bit of everything because it's more satirical yeah it, it like it's not really serious it, it like it, it's serious but it's not it's funny as hell so uh it's definitely a, a interesting show to check out um if you, if you have the time um but I, i'm 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 used to it. i'm I'm into it man like
0: i said i heard about the show i don't know i may give it a try um in the next whatever, like I don't know about this weekend, but in the next like week and a half or something like that, um, I'll I'll have more than enough time to try to want to binge watch some shows and whatnot. So I'll definitely yeah, keep that, I'll keep that in mind. Succession, uh, but like I said, i I know about the show and I've I've heard about it and seen people talking about it, but um, it's just one of those things that I just got to see for myself so everything could clip together and understand what the hell everybody's talking about, um think for me Christmas for me is probably just going to be very simple. Um, uh, more than likely, like you said, you know, knock on wood that there are NBA games that will be played that day. Um, if they are, um, I'll be, um, spending time with the parents. I'll be doing my yearly Christmas tradition, watching all the games, uh, with my father. Um, so more than likely that that's the plan. you know, the other day I saw some, I saw some uh, illumination show, Christmas lights. Uh, like, was it last night? It was. So, you know, not really a lot in the Christmas uh, spirit for whatever these days, or in the past few years. Um, I yeah, don't know. man, we getting old. I I really feel like a lot of it really comes down to the fact that man, like it it's it's starting to become just an another day. And I know like and I know it's well it's Christmas. It's not just another day. But um I really feel like you get like the way how life is now and everything like the days and weeks, they just be going flying by so quickly, man. And and on top of especially the past couple of years, you know, with all this other shit that's going on, whether you're going through COVID fatigue and what I mean by that, like just thinking about it and Uh talking about it. Hearing about it, you know, um, fatigue every from that. day, right, 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 or it's from fatigue from politics and, and and having to deal with all that other shit that's that's happening that they don't ever fucking listen. Um, it, it's it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to deal with on a constant daily basis, and sometimes, you know, it's just like you wish you had the energy for Christmas and stuff like that. But man, it's like it's like i don't got it i ain't got it in me I just, I just don't got it in me so you know um, i'll try you know i've been trying um but overall though it's just like all right you know christmas is here and then next thing i know a week later then we're in new year's and then you know we're we're, we're back to uh square one <laughs> you <Yeah>. know so <laughs> it's uh Everything's going to be rolling quickly, and then next thing I know, I'm going to have to start wondering, like, uh, all right, birthday's coming up soon. So, um, granted, that's not until March, but it's just it's just the way, just how everything is these days, man, so fast and so quick. Sometimes a lot of these days just blend together, you know? So, um, it, it's... It's going to be, it's going to be challenge, it's challenging, challenging thing, but I'm going to enjoy Christmas. So I'm going to, you know, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it with the people that I, you know, that I love and want to be around with. And, um, and I'm just, I'm just very, very thankful and grateful this, this, this Christmas for sure. Or just this year, you know, like this year has been, I, I, w- I would like to say this year has been a very, uh, successful year, uh, for sure. Um, and especially, obviously, for for us doing this stuff, man, you know, um, it, it's still oh, crazy. definitely, man. It's crazy that we started recording this year, and for whatever reason, it feels like it's been longer than a year. Um, <laughs> even though this is only the 18th episode, but still, like it, it's it's wild, it's wild, man.
1: Yeah, man. I'm just hope you know. Let's just go and try to make it 18 more, and uh, keep going because uh, this has been a fun fun ride yeah you know, i'm I'm looking to uh, continue this experience man yeah like, it's man it's been great
0: this ain't even the tip of the iceberg it ain't even the tip of the iceberg, so I have no doubt we'll be able to do eighteen more episodes after this one but <laughs> but uh but definitely for sure it has been a it has been a pleasure doing this man it's been fun and uh man i i i just look forward to uh for for more of this um I don't know, like I I don't know our, our next episode. Uh, I don't know, like it's it. It feel like it's maybe kind of cliche to do like a, you know a you know a year in review because it's just like a lot of shit that's gone on this year in in sports and, and in music, um you know. But I don't know. We may we may do one more podcast before the new year. Um, uh, we still haven't decided on that yet. But um, uh, when we yeah, do, yeah, when we do, we will um. We we will make it be known, uh, but however, if we do not happen to do another podcast for the rest of the year, um, you know, uh, everybody listening, you know, uh, have a good, happy- Merry Christmas and, and a great New Year, great holidays, um, because um, and, and and enjoy this, enjoy every bit of it, um, you know, whether whether you're able to be around family or not, you know. God, look at it from the perspective that hey, we're still here. <laughs> Simple as that. We're still here. Life ain't has taken us away just yet. We're still here. So, um, so. But in, in the meantime, like I said, uh, to everybody's families, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, New Year, all that other good stuff. I hope you, everybody has a prosperous and successful year. Um, that obviously that that goes to you, man, and and and, and family. And stuff like that um um i, I know for you it you oh, know
1: i appreciate that man
0: yeah you know what twenty twenty two for you man like it's gonna be big watch
1: watch i appreciate that thank you bro
0: i hope the same for you man hey listen man thank you like the, the way listen tw- 2021 has, has treated me so fucking great it is treated me great um you know yeah you know it's a couple of moments during the year and it's just like man that sucks um but you know, you always gotta look at the the. You really gotta try to look at the bright side of a lot of things, and um, you know, for me personally, it's uh, I I, I couldn't ask. I'm 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 the happiest I've been in years, so I can't ask for anything more than that. <laughs> I got I, I've had I have natural happiness, so
1: Girl, um, I'm happy to hear that, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So it's uh, thank you, thank you all. It's so it's a great feeling, man. Great feeling, and doing this makes it even more man um so who knows who knows what's in store for 2022 for for no words Bard podcast but one thing that we can say is that it is going to be even greater than what you have heard uh up until this point we're only getting better um uh, you know we would like to do something trap like on like a traveling like a traveling podcast you know like i've i've kind of pitched the idea i don't know man one day well, not this day one thing, but one one time, man, we're going we gonna to wind up going to one of these days, uh, whether it's an AEW or WWE show, and we're just going to have to just record like on location, man. <laughs> like something like that. You know, we, we got to do <sighs> well, something. <laughs> I, well, th- yeah, that's
1: definitely, you know, taking it to the next level, man. But I'll, I'm i down for that, bro. Yeah. Right, boy, it could, it could, it could even be fucking um, Super Bowl weekend or All-Star weekend, you know, just have right. something going on.
0: Right, right, right. You know, or you know, uh, eventually I'm bound to make my way down to Atlanta too, so in that area. So um so yeah, uh we may be, we may just record a podcast and oh shit, we're in the same damn room. So <laughs> So man, it's it's is uh um, yeah. It's a lot to looking forward to dope and uh, but yep. But other than that, um uh, hope everybody stay safe. Uh be careful out there. Like I said, like me and Chris said earlier, um, you know, please, if if you're still on the fence with this vaccination stuff, um neither one of us is going to tell you what to do, really, per se. Um, uh, but all we can suggest is that you make the best choice for yourself and for your loved ones, people that you care about so much, especially around this time of the year. Um yes, please. You know, like like listen, man, like the people that you're spending time with this year, um, do whatever you can to make sure that you're able to do this next year and for further years down the line, you know. So um, just just think safe out there. Um, but if all else fails, like I said, wear wear a mask, wash your fucking hands, sanitize your hands, whatever it is. If you're sick, keep your ass at home. Um, just just try to not be selfish and, and look out for others out there,
1: you know. Please, please, you yeah. know.
0: But um, uh, but yep. On behalf of me, Chris, uh, we will catch you guys later, whenever that later may be. If not, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Love you, bro. Peace out.
1: Love you too, man. Preach out.